ABC, back to you. One, two, three, back to you. Okay, are we really going to do this on episode? What episode are we on? <laughs> Good job. You didn't have to ask that question at all. But I think it's 27th. 27th. So I'm pretty sure. We've been doing this for what? About half a year. Half a year. Yeah. Six months. Mm hmm. That's kind of crazy. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but I guess when it's all yeah. said and done, 27 yeah, adds up. Did I twist 27 earlier? Yeah, 27 yeah. is what you Yeah, said. 27 is correct. So I guess yeah. that brings us to what we're going to be talking about today, which mm-hmm. is we've, we've reached the halfway point of the year. <clears throat> so probably just a general view of where we're going, yeah. what we've done so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe get some inquiries or some feedback from anybody watching this episode that might want to give some input, maybe the direction they'd like to see things heading or yeah. anything of that nature. Yeah, 100%. And we've talked about this many times that evaluations, continuous evaluation is uh, the key to uh, success, you know. Are you suggesting we do a CIP? <laughs> Continual <laughs> improvement from, plan? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not just that, but evaluation as in that we've, we've said this many times when, when we're uh, emphasizing the importance of experience, you know, your your uh, own ideas rather than imposed ideas. We always talk about, um, for that reason, uh, truth is a moving target. We've said yeah, that many times. Yeah. You know, therefore, uh, continuous evaluation is very necessary. Yeah. You know? Speaking of that moving target, mm-hmm. we would love if you guys would like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube <laughs> and all the Spotify platforms or wherever yeah. we're at. But you're right, really it's something it. that we yeah. continually have to mm-hmm. chase and adapt and move towards because mm-hmm. it is, it's a moving target in the sense that as things change in your life, yes. you, have to meet, mm-hmm. you have to meet those needs mm-hmm. and they have to shift. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we expected, or not even necessarily expected, but the rough idea we had about mm-hmm. the direction of the podcast, what we would do, mm-hmm. all that was up in the air. I don't think we ever expected we'd arrive to this point. It yeah. was kind of unpredictable in that regard. But, mm-hmm. you know, now we're six months in, and it feels like we're kind of niching down more into what we're interested in discussing. Yeah. And we'd like to, to talk about, and it seems like we're kind of heading in the direction of, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of better terminology, kind of self-help podcast. Yeah. Or, you know, things that tools we can give people to mm-hmm. look at the world and ideas that can probably bring some enjoyment to your life or yeah. maybe more understanding to make life feel less complex. Yeah. Again, we're not, you know, saying these are the absolute values one must subscribe to or have to enjoy mm-hmm. life, but we're just offering our perspective and the experiences we've had yeah. to hopefully motivate and influence people to go get those as yeah. well yeah. so that they can grow. You know, not that we've reached some sage-like wisdom by any yeah. means, but I can definitely tell you it's night and day mm-hmm. from even just a year ago to where we are now yeah. in regards to feeling like we're on the path, the right direction. Mm-hmm. So much so that it feels like, ah, you know, no matter what's happening, yeah, now we're on the path, it's good. Yeah, And that kind of feeling that you get from that, like this deep level of confidence and satisfaction that you're heading in the right direction is, mm-hmm. I mean, greater than anything I think I could have imagined reward-wise. Yeah. yeah, we're not rich, we're not wealthy, we're not successful by any of these normal terms mm-hmm. where we come from, but I think we have found something far greater than that wealth because it yeah. applies to 
every avenue of your life, no matter what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even talking about you want to explain what happened with the the laptop a bit and all that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so I think we talked about it, didn't we, last time? I think on our last I, last I think episode we mentioned it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so my uh, laptop was water damaged. Uh, I had to bring it to Phuket from Aona Krabi, uh, which is about two three hours um, uh, time of travel, depending on uh, the type of travel method. Uh, why am I speaking like a science teacher? <laughs> <laughs> There's a boat leaving at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> moving at sixty knots. A similar boat leaves from the opposite of this experiment is. <laughs> no, but uh, so Aonan Krabi has some like big sea and Lotus sea. I'm a local. Uh, all those big uh, supermarkets, they do have uh, on the first floor usually have uh, electronic sections. Uh, they do uh, usually have carriers, mobile carriers or some sort of like service centers. So Aonan has it, but it's not certified, right? And then as you know, if you uh, repair something uh, with uncertified provider, uh, if something goes wrong, then you're fucked. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you know? it's not going to be covered. But anyways, the uh, the closest certified provider, service provider, is in Phuket, so I had to bring it to them, uh, and then they found a problem. Fortunately, so it's not a, it's not going to. Uh, they said it was user error. I think that's what they told. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a power button issue, the power module. Uh, so, but they don't have the part, so it's gonna take up to two weeks to get the part and repair. So I will have to go back to Phuket for that reason. So uh, we're attempting to get a video today. Uh, we don't have all the tools that we uh, to make uh, the video podcast um, the way it was. Uh, the way it was, but we're gonna attempt. I mean, this is. Our just effort to uh, deliver our promise. Yeah, um, I mean, you can probably even tell the sound quality is a bit different because we're using mm-hmm. a lot of free software, less robust software. Yeah. Uh, again, what we just have access to because yeah. no matter what happens in life, you mm-hmm. always run into the obstacles. But if you just quit, then that's where the journey ends. Yeah. So, apologies for again maybe the video. Huge apologies. Yeah. Yeah, and then the sound quality being mm-hmm. lackluster. It's funny because we just got a third mic, so we're about to start conducting interviews. Yeah. And then. You know, as things tend to happen, you mm-hmm. get one good thing, you lose, you have a, you have a bad thing happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's the situation with the laptop. So uh, maybe up to next two episodes, uh, we may not have the best quality podcast episodes. Uh, but that's the situation now. That's where we're at with that. Mm-hmm. And so we had initially talked about staying in Thailand for up to a year. Mm-hmm. And that's shifted as well. Yeah. So we've been here since the 1st of March, essentially. Yeah. And it is now the middle of May. Mm-hmm. And I think we're planning to go to Korea next. Yes. So do you want to talk about how Thailand has been for you? or maybe Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or uh, I mean, there are a lot of things to talk about, but uh, I'm, I'm going to exclude things that we've already mentioned mm-hmm. in, uh, on our Thailand podcast episode. Right? We yeah. did a few yeah. weeks ago. Uh, but it's been great. Uh, nothing has been less than our expectations, at least personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful, um, so many great places to go, nice people, you know, nice food, you know, all that. But also, I have to admit that uh, the absolute beauty here has become mediocre to me. Uh, just <laughs> has been a background, mm-hmm. like that I appreciate less than 
uh, initially. Grown accustomed to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, another big part is that um, our climbing uh, training has been uh, suffering yeah. uh, because of the yeah. conditions. Uh, we're not huge sports climbers, you know, and also others as well. It's um, it's accessible, but the weather conditions and uh, yeah, things like that, out of our conditions. Yeah. I mean, out of uh, out of our um, hands hands control. Uh, control. So, what other factor? I mean, uh, those are the two factors so far. But yeah, I mean, you know. for the for me personally as well, like you know, like you just mentioned before, the climbing aspect's a huge deal. Yeah, because we were really, I felt like crushing it before we came here. Mm-hmm. Like continual improvement, you know, a very methodical approach, mm-hmm. like just a big part of our day. And when we got here, like, don't get me wrong, there's tons of climbing here, like you mentioned. You know, yeah. sport climbing. We're primarily boulders. We go sport climb. But even today, we're going to go bouldering again because it's raining. Mm-hmm. So we can at least go in the cave and hopefully finish some of our projects. I think some of the things that, for me personally, I mentioned this to you, is like even though I can see all this beauty, mm-hmm. and it's like amazing and wonderful, I see the ocean, I love it, limestone cliffs, part of me has, I'm dissatisfied that I don't love it. It's not... Mm-hmm. my thing it's not like home for me mm-hmm. and i can see why people would see this and be like i want to live here forever yeah and i think the reconciliation i have with the idea that this mm-hmm. could be home for a lot of people but it's not good enough for me it's kind of a bummer it's kind of a letdown yeah. because even though i didn't have intention that it was going to end up that way i think there's mm-hmm. still a bit of hope that oh man i'm going to get here and it's just going to be you know it's going to be great yeah it's going to check every box mm-hmm. but yeah i mean there's some things that are difficult here you know it's a lot slower people Mm -hmm. are laid back which i didn't mind initially but i think it's growing on me like the pacing is kind of not a pacing i enjoy yeah it seems like you could very easily just for lack of a better term waste your life away here yeah like it's not a waste to enjoy your life right but that's not the type of things i enjoy and i don't think you necessarily enjoy as well we kind of like grinding towards something yeah um so i think that in conjunction with not being able to go to a climbing gym, not mm-hmm. good conditions, feeling like we're regressing in that area is mm-hmm. huge for me, especially because I really, I think I underestimate it. Yeah. The importance of climbing like consistently and having access to train. And don't get me wrong, still hangboard, do that. Yeah. But it's not like we were doing before. It's not ideal. Right. We just make the best of what we have. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, inevitably, we lose that consistency, you know, consistency uh, of training. So that's a bummer, right? And then, you know, another thing for me is that, I mean, initially, that was the whole idea, right? Immerse ourselves in a new culture and um, grow and learn um, all that prospects. But uh, I feel like I've got enough. You know, I, I don't think... I'm not saying Thailand is so small and has nothing to offer or has less things to offer, but... Um, I mean, I'm sure there are new things that I haven't experienced, oh, yeah. but I think the overall package of uh, what Thailand can offer, I feel like I've experienced, especially the locals. You know, mm-hmm. I've, um, you know, by going to Muay Thai, you know, um, uh, you know the, the Thai coaches there, yeah. the locals as in the restaurant owners, and we've uh, been pretty close to uh, those people. And I feel like that was sort of like the biggest thing for me, like actually interacting with locals and that's 
in my opinion, the best way to really learn a new culture, mm-hmm. um, experience new culture. So I, I feel like I've gotten enough. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I like to move on. That's what I'm getting at. It's not like, oh, I'm like, you know, tired of Thailand. It's not like that, but I, I like to move on. Yeah. yeah. I think it's arriving at the point where it's going to have not as great of return. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we've, yeah. we've gotten pretty much, I'd say, 80 to 90 percent of what we can get from it yeah the other 10 to 20 percent you'd have to spend years mm-hmm. here you know yeah building 100%. good, good mm-hmm. friendships relationships to really get that deep dive mm-hmm. into thai culture yeah and that's just not a commodity we can afford long term yeah. i mean yeah. we could but i don't we don't want to right i mean that's really yeah. what it boils down to exactly so we have a desire to go check out other places mm-hmm. you know do different type of content because I, i'm in a similar boat which i mentioned to you is like yeah, you come here for the culture, but then I realize, oh, I've I grew up seeing a lot of this being around it. Right. So it's not exactly like going to be culture shock or anything too crazy or so far from what we already know. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to absorb and feel like, oh yeah, I've got it. And then you and I, because of our mindsets and approach with philosophy and things like that, mm-hmm. I think we're already open. So nothing really butts heads mm-hmm. with us, and nothing's really shocking because we just kind of take it as it is. That's a good point. Yeah. And while I think that's a valuable skill, I think it also can make trips to these places uh, less impactful in different ways. Yeah. You know, the culture wasn't as impactful. Uh, I found getting the motorcycles, though, super impactful because that's going to yeah. be a, a life change. Now I want motorcycles. Yeah. You know, like True. that's a huge, huge benefit. Um, but it also helps reinforce to me I want to live in a place with seasons, you mm-hmm. know, more temperate weather. It's fine if this is mm-hmm. just situational, you know, or only yeah. going to last for a few months. But it's a bit, it's a bit taxing to always be outside and be yeah. sweating nonstop. It's super hot, especially when the activities that you like to do are, mm-hmm. you know, dependent on conditions like that. Yeah. So I mean, Korea being the next stop, we're gonna see your family and friends. Yeah. So that'll be exciting, and it's gonna be summertime. Yeah. So we avoid. Nothing. We get more heat. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're so close to Korea now, and Korea is probably one of the few countries that are open, not fully, as far as I know. Uh, they are open to certain countries only, but you know, my family's there, friends there, and uh, in terms of climbing, there's uh, huge climbings in there. Um, probably the most famous person is Chang Kim, right, out of South Korea. But we have a lot of. Uh, when I was there, when I lived there, there were not a lot of climbing gyms but mm. it looks like on instagram now i see a lot of people posting their things but a lot of different gyms in seoul living in seoul and um, adjacent cities in seoul i mean uh in korea so that's going to be a good um big plus to yeah. us it's not like uh thailand where you know bangkok for example had a big climbing gym um relatively big climbing gym but you know the ac wasn't running and <laughs> things like that wouldn't be a, a thing in korea for example in japan yeah. so in terms of um that gym climbing um will be uh will it go for us in korea yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. the closest gym yeah. we have is in phuket and you know yeah. their hardest grades flash it so yeah. it's not really don't get me wrong great gym great setting right great people but again mm-hmm. you know it's hot the ac's not on it's yeah. not ideal for training and again if you're the type of person that just enjoys climbing just mm-hmm. to climb that's great it's gonna be great for you thailand's yeah. perfect tons of climbing mm-hmm. all through the grade ranges 
you can do it anytime you want. But for us, people that really enjoy mm-hmm. progressive element and yeah. improving at skills, yeah. it's it's difficult to get all the joy from it. Yeah. And we're doing the best we can, not to say we're not doing our best. Right. It can be very frustrating, right? Because especially we felt like I uh, especially for me myself, uh, you know, I, I was, I'm a relatively beginner, and I was progressing uh, quite rapidly, and I feel like it's, um, I'm not in, I'm not improving at all right now. Yeah. So it's very frustrating that yeah. I wanted to, and the time is fixed, man. Uh, I really wanted to. I had a goal, right? After yeah. a year, I wanted to climb V at least seven. You know. Yeah, we still got time, luckily, because yeah. it's only been six months. Right, so. While you have goal in mind and your condition, uh, living conditions really don't are not optimized for your goal, then it could be frustrating, you know. And we're we've been trying to focus on other things that we can hear, uh, but it's still it's still not great, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's why uh, we've decided to shorten our uh, time here in Thailand. So we're going to leave probably by early June? Early June, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even though we've got this place for the full length of June, mm-hmm. we'll just get out of here. <laughs> get going, get more of our stuff finished. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the vlog content we've talked about, um, get views there, but curious to hear what people's input is. If they yeah. like that type of content, did you like the climbing content? Because mm-hmm. we're kind of, I mean... We know the direction we want to head, but we mm-hmm. also want to produce stuff that's interesting to you, the viewer. <coughs> Same for the listing. Yeah. And we've gotten a few comments, but the climbing right. content typically performs better, easier. Oh, also, mm-hmm. our gimbal is not working now. Yeah. Some uh, is the rain, water damaged? I think, yeah, well. and rain and water. Right. Um, so I guess... <laughs> I guess that could be uh, a really good advice, actually, that uh, if you are coming to Thailand, especially during this uh, raining season, then uh, consider getting a waterproof backpack. Uh, that could yeah, be a really no, good asset, that's now good. I'm thinking. yeah. Because even when you get in and out of the boat, depending on the tide, yeah. there's different That's what depths. happened to me. Yeah. So, I mean, so, he got off the boat, and usually, because the tide's pretty low at this time of the day, yeah. jumped out, but it was actually pretty deep, yeah. so the bottom of your bag got soaked. Yeah. And again, I thought for sure, like we didn't remember your computer was in there. Yeah. So you just got home from Phuket and we just went to go climb. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I didn't even, it didn't cross either of our minds that you had an electronic mm-hmm. in your bag. Yeah. And then I also would have expected this bag, it looks pretty like canvas material yes. to have some water resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apparently not no. for complete submerged. But also you can see it the other way that, you know, because it was relatively waterproof or water resistant, the damage wasn't that great. You know, I don't know. True, yeah. I mean, it's repairable. But basically. the point still remains true that um, waterproof backpack would be a very good asset in Thailand during the season. You yeah, know? during rainy yeah. season. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend to get a waterproof backpack. Or at least a, like have a, a cover, cover or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we're... We're about 19 minutes in, almost 20 minutes in. So yeah. we're going to switch over to the, <laughs> our paid Patreon members. Yeah. So we're going to curse. We're yeah. going to do drugs. We're going <laughs> to we're not get gonna high. Well, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to curse. But yeah, right. please give us feedback. Mm-hmm. Places you'd like to see, content mm-hmm. you'd enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, otherwise we got to choose. We're idiots. You're going to let us choose? <laughs> now wise. <laughs> so remember, only $5 a month to hear the full content, all the episodes yep. previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get all that. And then $10 to get all the video content before mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. All right. Yep. Thank you, guys. We Bye. over. Okay, now we can actually talk to the people we care about. Yeah. To our loved ones. <laughs> Lee. Yeah. This one goes out to you, Lee Ho. Mm-hmm. Cass Marie. <laughs> GG1210, I believe, was the other one. Mm-hmm. I don't have the list in front of me, so mm-hmm. I'm forgetting several people. But thank you to our Patreon members who mm-hmm. make this possible. We couldn't afford our Sing Hot without you. <laughs> um, <laughs> the vital part it. of uh, life in Thailand. <laughs> Sing Hot. Singha and right. uh, some some grass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, speaking of which, uh, we were watching uh, American Gangster yesterday, mm-hmm. and then uh, there was a scene where he goes to Thailand in Bangkok, I think, in jungle, whatever. Um, goes to see his friend who is in the military, and they were uh, drinking at a bar, and then it was Singha. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I watched that movie a long time ago. Didn't mean anything to me back yeah, then, but yeah. now, oh, I'm recognizing that. You know, beer. Yeah, it's kind so of that exciting. Was, yeah, that was a strange feeling. Makes the world richer, right? You're yeah. Like, Shit, I know where that's from. For sure. And, you know, on that note, you know, because they're exporting opium, you know, heroin. Yes. That we've decided that's what we're going to do. That's how we're making <laughs> money. We're going to break into... <laughs> no, could you imagine selling yeah. such an addictive substance? You know, I don't know. I, I got to watch it again because we uh, we stopped watching Almost in the exactly midway. Halfway, yeah. yeah. Because we're kind of tired, but I was thinking that, well, I don't remember any of this shit, you know, because I watched it a long time ago. I really didn't remember any of the scenes other than uh, where the scene where he uh, shoots another guy in the head, which is very popular actor now. But back then, I didn't I didn't even know he was in there. I was like, whoa, is that Idris Elba? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other people we saw in the cast. Mm -hmm. But also, I was thinking that, okay, I got to finish the movie to really fully judge it, but I was thinking that uh, this dude, the main character, he's uh, smuggling uh, heroin from Thailand. I mean, that's fucked up, right? Uh, I don't know. (sighs) There could be any justification, you know, for that kind of act. I mean, you're enriching your family's life and all that, but they're destroying people's lives intentionally, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess the argument he would make is... Well, there's already all this product in here. Mm-hmm. I'm just selling a better alternative. Yeah, you know, people are already going to ruin their lives. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, I mean, whether or not that is contributing or not, you know, you are ruining people's yeah. lives. Absolutely. There's, there's no I mean, doubt. regardless no of doubt. other people's, I mean, your uh, competitors' products, doesn't matter. Yeah. Your products are killing other people's lives. You know, so yeah. that can't be well justified either. No, you're definitely right about that. It's. It's difficult to know what mm-hmm. people won't do mm-hmm. just to make some money. Yeah. I mean, look at all the sacrifices people are willing to make in their normal lives, working yeah. a job they hate, doing shit they don't love, mm-hmm. just to make enough money to, like, survive. Yeah. Or they feel like it's the only skill set they have. Mm-hmm. So I understand how you could probably feel trapped, and if there's, like, that much money in front of you, you might feel stupid not to take it. Mm-hmm. But you and I can both speak to saying no to money. Mm-hmm. careers and yeah. you know financial incentives to pursue this and it's made all the difference <laughs> in the world yeah and i mean yeah granted so we've talked about this before but we're looking to go back mm-hmm. you know eventually to make money so we can make the coffee business better you know have an actual proper well, actually, studio 
let's let's talk about that a little bit okay. before we go into anywhere. Uh, because again, uh, we've halfware, uh, not halfware. It's been a half year. Um, we it's a podcast. We're not really generating any uh, revenue uh, yeah. with the podcast. Uh, the coffee that we're doing is uh, almost negligible. We're just being transparent Break here. Even, yeah. Yeah. So um, we didn't start this journey to start our own like business venture. That was not the idea at all. Um, the podcast was the biggest thing that we yeah. wanted to try. And you know the reality is that we're not. We need money to continue to do this. Um, and we thought that we could generate as much as money um, that we need to do this. But the reality is not. That's not the case. <laughs> and I mean, this is this hasn't been really determined yet. But we may have to work outside of uh, doing podcasts mm-hmm. um, to continue this. So yeah, I mean. It- the good side, though, is the production uh, quality will go up. Yeah. It'll be more robust in some areas and mm-hmm. avenues, better equipment. Yeah. You know, filming location will be yeah. set and things like that. So there's there's definitely pros and cons. And mm-hmm. then for the coffee, right, we can we haven't mentioned to you guys, but all the, all the actually, the feedback I've gotten from the coffee has mm-hmm. been good so far. Yeah. Taste, smell especially, I get very frequently. Oh, the smell is great. Mm. But there's... Like we've talked about in the coffee episode, there's uh-huh. different things we want to pursue with the bean, yeah. specific type of branding, right? And then you know, giving that money back to certain groups and right. things of that nature, more ethical. Uh-huh. So it's an exciting prospect, uh-huh. but it's also kind of you know, it's bittersweet because it feels like oh, Thailand's coming to an end. Uh-huh. It's like you know, one more step towards a more yeah rigid lifestyle or more fixed. Uh-huh. way to operate and yeah. again that'll only be for you know hopefully one year two year depends mm-hmm. how how much we can grow in that time yeah. whether it be the podcast or the coffee or what we do with the videos mm-hmm. and i mean it just it depends a lot not only on what we want to yeah. do but also on what you guys would like to see yeah because again if we're only doing this for an audience that doesn't exist mm-hmm. we wouldn't stop doing it but yeah. it becomes less rewarding um, financially, so, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the financially, but also want to give back and be helpful to. Yeah, people. yeah, for sure. Um, and it's funny. The episodes have done the best. Seem like dating and relationships, mm-hmm. which you know, something that we love to talk about mm-hmm. and we discuss all the time. Lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, love women and just romance and things surrounding mm-hmm. that nature, and. Maybe we should talk more about that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you Patreon members would be more interested in that. We could talk yeah. about dating and you know how you should, not how you should conduct yourself, but mm-hmm. things that will lend yourself to being a better partner. Right. It's maybe. more technical part, more um, you know things that have goals in mind. I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we. I mean, we can again. We can talk about it all day long, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, maybe we can. We'll do it again. Maybe day two, dating two, or mm-hmm. a theory of um, relationship two, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's such a vast subject too. So we may do that. Uh, but also, you know, yesterday I was thinking, and a couple more times before that, I, I was thinking that, man, all your episodes we had a lot more philosophical subjects. Mm. Not anymore. I don't know. 
it, it hasn't. It, it's not intentional, but we've been obviously, you know, selecting subjects based on you know previous uh, feedback and mm-hmm. you know views and, and things like that. And then I felt like yesterday, oh man, we're we haven't really done any philosophical yeah discussion, uh, you know, in a long time. So I think you know. This is again like a midpoint evaluation. I like to uh, do that a lot more often yeah. than you know past couple. Yeah, of no, months. that'd be great. I mean, yeah. we could even you know these philosophical subjects, mm-hmm. depending on who the philosopher is, bringing mm-hmm. them down into practical application. Yeah, you know what what does this mean for me mm-hmm. if I were to hold this belief right. or this ideology about how the world mm-hmm. operates? Yeah, you know. Because that makes a big difference. Because yeah. for us, we're not on autopilot necessarily, but we're operating from hardware that has a lot of that understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, which even comes back to the dating mm-hmm. and relationships. The way to become an attractive potential partner or mm-hmm. partner is to have your foundation set. Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, then you become attractive because you become fixed mm-hmm. in other people's minds. Mm-hmm. You have answers, you know how you operate, and it's not dependent on mm-hmm. another person. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this a lot of times, but how many times are you, you know, maybe talking to somebody or dating mm-hmm. somebody casually and they kind of put you on the spot of mm-hmm. testing you to test the waters. How do you feel before they're yeah. willing to be like, "Well, this is how I feel about you." You know, they yeah. want you to say it to them first yeah. or to confirm your feelings so they feel comfortable, safe enough to mm-hmm. then reveal their hand mm-hmm. which to you and i that's a ridiculous notion yeah. it's understandable completely right. understandable but i don't i don't like somebody because they just like me yeah. you know what i mean i don't grow feelings of love just because they reciprocate yeah. towards me you know mm-hmm. i feel a certain specific way and then i pursue that and of course you take their input into consideration mm-hmm. how you act how you respond and things like that but i don't need somebody to tell me they like me for me to be like mm-hmm share the feelings if i have them for them mm-hmm. like i'm just going to share them with them yeah i think that you know right there i think that speaks to immaturity and that speaks to um lack of self-confidence you know it's got to be you who's deciding anything for yourself not anybody else yeah. you know i feel that way because you know you're just basically handing the decision to somebody else's you know I, I, to me, that's kind of, you know, you don't have any self confidence. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. decide, you know, decide it for yourself, not by someone else. Yeah. So know. quickly, you want to give up your freedom. Yes. Your choice. <sighs> you wanna- but, I mean, that's another vast subject. When you, as soon as you said that that's choice of freedom, we have varying degrees of freedom of choice. I'm not talking about uh, external factors, but you know internal factors. Mm-hmm. We think that we're making a lot of choices out of our freedom, but a lot of times we don't. And I'm I'm not going to go into free will or anything. And you know, it doesn't us. exist. It's not real. <laughs> That's another huge subject that we, you oh, know, yeah. we can tackle for episodes. But what I what I mean by that is that you just lack established value system. You know, that's why you feel like sometimes oh. This is my freedom of choice, but then you're not making you know that choice out of your f- complete freedom. You know yeah. what I mean? So in order to do that, you really have to establish your value system, which again backs goes back to our you know discussion, <laughs> a lot of discussions on this Every topic. Yeah, that you have to continuously evaluate your system. You know, and then peel off all those impo- imposed ideas, right? If those are peelable or need to be peeled. 
and then adding your, I mean, discovering your own values mm -hmm. and, you know, continue to grow that system, you know? Yeah. That's the only yeah. way to do it. Yeah, it can be very difficult because, I mean, even for me, you know, some emotions I've felt or feelings I've had mm -hmm. in the last couple of weeks yeah, regarding, you know, romantic endeavors. Mm -hmm. I, I remember I was walking home and I'm feeling this specific way. Mm -hmm. And rather than just allowing myself to feel it, mm -hmm. like I'm feeling it, of course, but I'm wanting to understand why I feel it. You know, what mm -hmm. is tied to this feeling of like, you know, hope, fear, mm -hmm. you know, why am I feeling this way? Is it a specific thing like fear or is it hope mm -hmm. or is it a fear of dashed hope? You know, there's all these different factors. Yeah. And if you just grab the first thing that pops, the feeling, mm -hmm. you know, this emotional state and you just dwell on it. You might missing be missing out totally on how you feel, and you might yeah. be captivated or not captivated. Sorry, you might become captured or captive to that emotion mm -hmm. and feeling that yeah. doesn't serve you. Yeah, and it's not going to help you, or it might not help you know the people in your life that that emotion is surrounded with. Yeah, so it it can be intense, and I would say, you know, I'm always shocked by how strong those emotional states are because I feel I feel the strong ones so seldomly mm -hmm. that when I am struck by it, I yeah. almost, it almost feels like feeling it again for the first time. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this is crazy that I feel this way. It's kind of overpower. It's a overbearing in some ways, Yeah, you know, but I always get a deeper understanding of who I am and what I want mm -hmm. when I sit in those feelings and dwell in them. Yeah. And I think that's the, the real benefit of taking the time again, like you said, to continually evaluate because you even mm -hmm. find them in the moments, in these yeah. small moments where you need to evaluate like, wait, why am I angry? You know, why did this bother me? Or why do I feel like connected to this person or attracted yeah. to them? And it can really help you suss out again, these kind of foundational things about yourself mm -hmm. or fundamental values that you hold or would like to hold. Yeah. True. Yeah. Have you had any, anything like that for you lately? Where you're just like, wow, I haven't felt this way in a long time, or I haven't felt this emotion that strongly in a while. It's kind of interesting. I don't think so. I haven't had the feelings. Um, what about the other day when we were at dinner? And you were saying like, fucking, mm -hmm. I feel like I got it together. You know, like I'm a oh, man. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, there was just another feeling uh, from the same place, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, right before we left for um thailand in phoenix remember our trip i felt like man i really truly feel that i can die today without any regret you yeah. know i felt that and uh, a couple more times if you remember and then the other day at the dinner i felt like man i'm i'm the man like not as in like khaki you know mm -hmm. in a way but i feel like i'm living the life that i want and i feel like uh, I'm strongly feeling that I'm on the right path. And I'm confident, man, truly, that... And you know me. I yeah. I'm, I'm com I'm, I feel like I'm truly confident. I'm not fake confident, you yeah. know? And I'm living my life. So yeah, I, it made, made me feel like, man, I'm the fucking man, you know? Yeah, I'm living yeah. the fucking life, you know? I yeah. mean, I feel like a lot of people don't even achieve one of those two things, you know? Mm -hmm. They don't truly feel confident either or they don't feel like they're on the right path yeah. always you know i'm not saying that the path where i'm on is absolute truth yeah again that's not what i'm getting at 
maybe there's another path that I'm going to be on. But mm-hmm. the point is, this is the path that I actively discovered, and I'm actively on it, you know, yeah. with my intention. Yeah. So that made me just suddenly feel like, shit, I'm the fucking man. I feel, <laughs> felt, cool felt great, you know. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, I think that's one again, what we talk about with the path all the time, like this path mm-hmm. of heart. It's the confidence that you get from it. You yeah. know, you say like, oh, I'm the man. And maybe somebody out there is hearing that. It's like, oh, it's like fucking misogynist. <laughs> you know, fucking, yeah. you know, typical male right. kind of garbage. But mm-hmm. that's totally not what you mean. What you mean mm-hmm. is just that certainty and assuredness that mm-hmm. this is the direction you want your life to head. Mm-hmm. And you're choosing it. And it's yeah. complimentary. So it like builds that confidence yeah. in you. That That feeling where you don't have to doubt like a conversation you had with somebody mm-hmm. or a choice you made because you know, like, yes, this is coming out of who I am and who I want to be yeah. rather than like who I should be mm-hmm. or am I falling into this expectation? Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of people's discomfort and lack of confidence comes from. Yeah. It's because they're constantly evaluating their action and behaviors against a standard they didn't choose for themselves. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. <sighs> Well, the sad part is that most people, I feel like a lot of people don't have that, right? Don't have that. But even if you figure that out, I, it's hard to put a number to it. But let's say 10% of the population uh, is like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're on the path. They feel like they're uh, very determined. But even that is not in, uh, not enough in life, right? You, yeah. have to, you have to move continuously, you know? And along the way, you'll find out a lot of difficulties and, you know, more truths. It's so, it, it makes me sad to know that, man, we relatively have a small number of people who are doing that. But even among those people, maybe a more small portion of people will arrive at the final, des- I mean, because we're fixed in time, right? The final destination, yeah. final path they want to be on. So. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just wasting time. You I know. know. That's the hard thing. I mean, you also, yeah. though, do get this kind of cathartic experience, mm-hmm. which you experience. I mean, we've all, ex- not all of us experienced yeah. it, where you have the level of empathy and understanding for mm-hmm. your previous self yeah. or, you know, yourself mm-hmm. in the past. So you're, you become thankful because you're like, all this led to this mm-hmm. moment of realization. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of like singular but infinite time in space where it all makes sense yeah and then from there your life changes i I, it's it's crazy i think your life does absolutely change when you come to that deep level of understanding (sighs) yeah like such a like a huge level of empathy and understanding and like patience you gain Mm -hmm. and gratitude like an extreme level of gratitude yeah, that's the thing about the trip is that we've we've had those moments where you felt like, wow, this is very powerful experience that it's going to change my life. But then you kind of go back to like where you were and uh, you just find out that, okay, not a single event can really change me. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, that's, that's how I used to think of uh, like those impactful moments and experiences. But then after the singular trip, on that singular trip, after that trip, that experience, I feel like that just unpatched all the wounds, I mean, the covers that were over my wounds, just gone. 
healed, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's truly the single event in my whole life that um, has huge impact on me, yeah. you know, I don't know why, I just don't really know why, it's not, it's still lingering, it's still there, you know, it's not, you, it, this impact is still on, and it's very, I, I just undeniable, mm -hmm. that's what I'm getting at, you know. The mushroom trip can really change pe change people's lives. I mean, of course, I, I, there were other factors, right? Yeah. We had plans, we had determination, yeah. we had goals, all that. But I really, truly felt like, well, let's say there was no impact, right? But that was the only moment in my life I could be fully empathetic. Yeah, yeah. For myself, that's the only moment in my whole life. Wow. I wasn't able to do it. I just simply couldn't do it. Or I, I just didn't know that's possible. I just didn't know. Yeah, it was impossible to detach. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But as a third person, I was fully empathetic. And that was crazy experience. Wow. You know? yeah, yeah, it is. It's truly life-changing. Yeah. I do think that level of ability to empathize mm -hmm. for yourself yeah. while also being you know, disconnected yeah. is extremely valuable. Because even on what we're doing now, you know, the direction changes. Mm -hmm. It would be so easy to just. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just sound like a fucking. Let's do our ritualistic chant now. Nothing matters, guys. <laughs> I know, sound like sound like hippies for sure. Um, but you get the you get the empathy for yourself even going forward, like yeah. with the way things are changing right. in this, the direction has changed. You know, previously it'd be hard to have empathy for yourself and you know, like a lot mm -hmm. of like, oh, okay, yeah, this is not for me. Yeah. This is not the direction I want to go in. Whereas if you let your ego stay, you say, No, you've chosen it. You have to do this. Yeah. And let your ego do it, you're just gonna make yourself miserable for a long time. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're empathetic, you can actually take the time to understand, be like, okay, this explains it and it makes sense. And you can have compassion for yourself enough to change direction. Yeah. You don't have to like battle with yourself mm -hmm. and your ego to be like, no, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes when you're working out, you know, you let your ego get to you, mm -hmm. you know, especially with climbing. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then you hurt yourself because mm -hmm. you can't be empathetic and realize like, yeah. no, it's okay. You've given it enough right now. Yeah. You know? Realizing your limits in moments mm -hmm. or situations is extremely valuable because yeah. it changes entirely how you behave in them. Yeah. You know, say with 100%. a romantic partner. Yeah. For example, somebody that doesn't want to, you know, basically go all in with you until you, mm -hmm. you do it first or something like that. Or they're always like conditional types of love. Mm -hmm. You can have empathy in that situation enough to be like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but... Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do this with you because yeah. I'm all in. And it's nothing personal, and a lot of people take it yeah. personally. But you don't even have to be you're not like mean. You're not calling them names. You're not mm -hmm. being hurtful. You're just like, oh yeah, we just see things differently. Yeah, and it's a bummer because I think you probably had the same experience I have. There's a lot of people I know in my life. If they could see mm -hmm. see them the way I see them, and like what they're capable of, and all mm -hmm. these good qualities they have. It would totally change their life. They would be like, oh, what? Yeah. I'm that person? Like, that's the way you see me versus yeah. the way I see myself? Yeah. You know, people have so much potential. It's like, mm -hmm. it, it blows my mind. And we just self-regulate, though. Yeah. We regulate ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really interesting point that I haven't really thought of. But that's where ego, no ego, 
can kind of clash in my opinion because I was going to just say that that uh, the the moment of alignment to me, you know, being empathetic fully uh, of myself and um, all that, it really didn't kill my ego. I mean, it, it, if anything, I think it's the opposite. But ego, the word has so much, so many just negative connotations. But you know, I remember that scene uh, in where uh, I think it's Endgame. Oh no, 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 Doctor Strange, the first one. The ancient one, uh, the last conversation with her and Doctor Strange, he doesn't understand, and she, she said, uh, "Do you know why this? Whatever." And then she said, "It's not about you." And I think that is true from the perspective of the world and reality. You know, nothing matters. But also, if you think about it, that's the opposite. What you should have, in my opinion, is is all about you. Your perspective, your world, doesn't mean anything without yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, you really have to take that approach. I'm not saying that you should be, you know, egoistic. Yeah. You know, putting yourself above everybody. I'm not saying that, but your perspective is precisely what constitutes your world in reality. True. You I know? think it's funny because even that statement, you know, mm-hmm. it's not about you. Yeah. If I hold that ideology and that belief, mm-hmm. that changes the way I behave. Mm-hmm. If it's not all about me, then. You know, when I'm interacting with you and we're having mm-hmm. a disagreement, or we don't yeah. see eye to eye on something, maybe if it's not all about me, I yeah. can come from a place of trying to understand you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it also ironically works in the way where if I think and have this worldview that's not all about me, I'm then more free to mm-hmm. behave in a certain way mm-hmm. or to be more understanding because I'm not True. bound by these rigid statements mm-hmm. that constitute my identity. Mm-hmm. I'm not held by these value systems. Mm-hmm. Or judgment systems or any of these things yeah and i can be fluid yeah and i think to me the older i get and the more experiences i have mm-hmm. i really kind of that kind of resonates with me mm-hmm. um really this idea of treat people the way they want to be treated mm-hmm. yeah you've you said know? that many times lately yeah. especially without you know obviously you don't sacrifice who you are in yeah. that exchange but i also don't feel like if i totally disagree with somebody i don't mm-hmm. feel the need to state it like mm-hmm. I don't agree with them. I I don't need to state that for that to be a true statement. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't need to disagree with you and argue my point in order Mm -hmm. to be right for me. Like, I don't hold this belief to try and convince you of it. To me, that's true belief. I don't need to convince you of it. True. Because I already believe it. It doesn't need to be... um, I don't need to make the argument for it. It is what it is. And that's good enough for me. I find that so freeing and so Mm -hmm. wholesome. Yeah. That's true. But I think a lot of times people do that because, you know, in the settings of debate, in the settings where you have to convince uh, another person, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain degree, right? I think that's why people make that argument, yeah. you know, because that's the only way we, we can communicate, right? I mean, yeah. you have to put your idea in a logical way so that it's communicable, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, it's not communicable. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, you're, you and I are speaking the same language, but your, you know, your logic doesn't make, I mean, if anything, there isn't a logic in your what you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. but also what you're saying is also true, right? Your faith doesn't have any logic. It doesn't require logic. That's yeah. why it's faith and belief. Yeah. I think just uh, holding that kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, set of argument though, it just, it brings you peace because you start, mm-hmm. you stop realize, or you start, you start to realize yeah. There's no need for you to convince anybody. Yeah. You know, like, dude, there's nothing anybody could have told you mm-hmm. about, like, first trip. Yeah. That would have given you the experience. Yeah. 
you have to have the experience to arrive to that real knowledge. Yeah. That's and that's the thing to me. Like any bit of words somebody can use, yeah. you can convey the idea to me, but I'll never, I'll never understand. I, I really hate to go into this, but I, I have to because when you said that, like you don't need. You know, to you don't feel the need to convince anybody about your faith and belief. You mm-hmm. know, things like that. It's that's what precisely religious people do, right? Uh, <laughs> they try to constantly yeah. convince their view. You know, yeah. we actually got a lot of that when we started the podcast. Remember? Yeah, I know a lot of a lot of faith believers coming yeah. to us and challenging us. <sighs> yeah, and they didn't like our. But to <laughs> me, to me, like it, what it appears to be, at least maybe that's not their intention. But what it appears to be is that it's all about their ego. See, I'm right. Therefore, you're arguing with me that you want to convince me, right, to believe your view. Yeah. That's all. It, all it looks. It looks like to me. You know, yeah. if if it is your true belief, that's the truth to you. Then there's no need for you to convince me. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no need for conviction, you know? Mm-hmm. But oftentimes people do that because they want to be right. Yeah. You know. I think unfortunately people misidentify mm-hmm. or they falsely conflate conflict with meaning. Yeah. And so they constantly seek out conflict yeah. to reassure themselves. That's a good I point. I yeah. even see this in relationships, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been in relationships like this where you butt heads or you fight and then you resolve mm-hmm. and then you feel like, oh yeah, this is stronger. You know, the the tension and all this stuff yeah. is like building towards a better thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that's not the case. You're just incompatible or you're yeah. just both trying to be right. Yeah. And that's very difficult, very difficult for both of you to be right in that mm-hmm. moment. But I also think when you start a conversation that way of, yeah. hey, what's your idea on blah, 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 whatever it is. And I'm just getting you to speak your words so I can counter and present my argument. Yeah. I'm not trying to get to know you. I don't give a yeah. fuck about you. Yeah. It's my ego, and a lot of people mistake this. They think they're actually trying to get to know somebody. Yeah. But really, it's just your ego wanting to, at least that's what I think. I think it's your ego trying to solidify itself yeah. and make your identity a fixed thing, which just isn't true. There's nothing yeah. fixed in life. Nothing is fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, Everything is always shifting and changing, and I think that's very difficult. And a lot of people say... Well, you should believe the same thing you believe yesterday is tomorrow. You should be steadfast, unchanging. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of our idea of like a strong, mm-hmm. you know, person or identity. But it's so unrealistic. Also, what kind of world would you want to live in where you can never grow, learn, or adapt or change mm-hmm. when everything else around you is changing? Yeah, like that's that seems like being in prison. That seems like being in a hell, some type yeah. of one. Mm-hmm. Ah, it, it's just difficult. I think there's so much that can be gained by just trying to understand i mean what a what a rare experience where you can mm. try to live in somebody else's shoes without being born as them yeah you know when i get to hear your words and act from a place of empathy and like truly trying to understand i think mm. to me that's love when you're truly trying to understand that person yeah because nobody arrived to their beliefs or thoughts without a whole bunch of experiences right that precipitated the need yeah. to believe that yeah maybe that person is not worthy uh enough being discovered or you know understood but at least you should give them a fair chance i think i mean genuine chance right yeah it's something very valuable yeah. to gain there yeah for sure i mean we we um uh without understanding them too much i think we can 
kind of understand, um, not understand, that's not the right word. Uh, you, you can kind of judge them uh, quickly, right? But you mm-hmm. kind of get the sense of uh, maybe this is what the kind of uh, that what the person is like. We like automatically do that, right? Yeah, categorize. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's also important to give them a good chance. Yeah, you know, to communicate and fully understand at least, right? Because let's say you uh, go on a date, first date, and she's beautiful, or whatever. But like she, she's clearly hard-headed, fucking uh, <laughs> inexorable religious person right mm-hmm. yeah I, I may walk away from it but also you know depending on the factors I, I may give her you know good opportunity good chance or I mean for her too for myself but at least have a good genuine conversation to you know get to know that person a little more yeah. right I think that's fair yeah I think you also should go into every mm-hmm. interaction with somebody understanding that this mm-hmm. is two people bending their realities yeah to try to understand each other. Yeah. Like their reality is very different than yours. Mine yeah. is very different. There's some overlap, of course. Right. That's why we have language. Yeah. And why we have categorization of things. But mm-hmm. if you always are filing somebody away and categorizing them mm-hmm. based off ideology, religion, mm-hmm. political affiliation, all these things, you're never going to be talking to a person. Yeah. You're going to be talking to a concept. Right. And they have to fit in that box. Yeah. Because in your mind, that's the only way they can exist. Yeah. You can't even hear the words or see the complexities that might mean such different things yeah. that might make that person so beautiful, so mm-hmm. attractive, you know, yeah. friendship or otherwise. Yeah. Because you're boxing them away. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, true. That's the scary thing to me about ego. Mm-hmm. You know, I can mislabel you. I can misrepresent you. Yeah. And that forces me not to want to yeah. interact with you. Give me, don't get me wrong. There's going to be people you don't have to, you want to be friends with or you don't want to know. Right. Like, that's normal. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be a dickhead about it. You don't want to be like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Even if that is the case from your perspective, yeah. what does that serve by telling them that? If anything, you're probably just going to get them to reinforce the beliefs that you say are crazy yeah. and ridiculous. So, like, right. oh, somebody's going against me. And their ego is going to need to protect yeah. that identity. Exactly. Oh, yeah. believe it more. Believe it more. Yeah. So, you know, every time you're rough on somebody like that, which mm-hmm. we see in American politics, yeah. between left and right, this polarized view, mm-hmm. you're only getting them to dig deeper into these yeah. beliefs. Right. You know, there's no understanding. There's no love to bridge the gap. Yeah. Unfortunately, how that's how the system uh, is set up to exaggerate that um, you know difficulties between two parties, right? Yeah. That's how the system is set up. Yeah, they capitalize on yeah. it. Yeah, it's just the unfortunate part of reality. Yeah, I guess on that note. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we done yeah we're about uh 55 minutes in so i think uh okay. getting close to wrapping things up we're gonna go climb yeah and send our projects hopefully yeah that'll reopen my skin wounds but <laughs> yeah please give us some feedback mm-hmm. leave a comment call us hit us up on instagram we all yeah. three, you know we've got theory of the living kai hom lafayette's theory yeah you know we'll, we'll listen to your feedback and thank you to the patreon members mm-hmm. thank again you guys. we couldn't do this without you those things are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thank See you. Ya. Bye.